0: Hey, this is Phil Lamar, and this is also Phil Lamar, and you're listening to The Night Nerd.
1: Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Thursday, so we're going to talk a little bit of history, but more importantly, there's a there's a feeling in the air today that, that no matter where you are, except Lubbock, because it always smells like cow poop, but everywhere else, there's that smell of like fresh cut grass. There's that, that excitement, that electricity in the air, because it's opening day of baseball. That's why we're greatest talking about It's exciting. We got Cole here. Cole, how are you doing, sir?
0: I am doing well, sir. It is opening day. It is the greatest day of the year as far as I'm concerned. Life could not be better. I know.
1: Yeah, Uh, it's. Me and my buddies, every every year, we always get together for opening day, cookout, do something. Um, He's actually in Mexico right now. Um, I guess he's celebrating opening day down there, but I hope so. Yeah. And knowing him, he is like he's supposed to be on a romantic trip with his wife. But I guarantee you, he is on his phone watching baseball because he's I think you and he would be like neck and neck for my friends who like baseball the most. Uh, he's, a, he's an Astros guy, though. So I. Oh, yeah.
0: oh, that's, that's a shame. That is a he's shame. He's from Houston,
1: though. So that. You know, okay. We, it it uh,
0: makes sense. It's still a shame, but it makes yeah. sense.
1: Well, it just a shame to be from Houston, but it, <laughs> I don't mean. <laughs> Actually, I can see for people. I have more listeners in London than I do Houston. So
0: yeah, uh, I, I hold on. I got to go bang on a trash can for a minute.
1: Yeah, Uh that's. I mean, and I will say before we get into the in defense of Houston, every team cheats. They just got caught. Like that's that's all there. And they were they were blatant about. It. Yeah. So that,
0: but. Everybody cheats. Yes, uh, every every team cheats, and here in just a few minutes, whenever we start going through some history, I'll tell you how. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. Cheating is as old as baseball itself, and Cole's going to give us a uh, a brief hit. You know, like how Stephen Hawking has a brief history of time. This is a brief history of baseball because we could sit here for weeks and talk about the history of baseball, but uh, m- much like. Mr. Hawking's book. We're we're just we're hitting the highlights. So Cole, uh, I give you the floor,
0: sir. Yes. Okay. So I totally could talk for baseball for hours on end. I won't do that to you guys at home. But uh, I mean, if you're fully, if you really want to know the full history of baseball up until the mid '90s, Ken Burns' baseball, huh? Oh, great documentary. Go watch it. Best waste of twelve hours you will ever have. But anyway. Baseball started sometime in the 1800s. It was a weird amalgamation and culmination of games like rounders and cricket and several other things that all kind of came together and evolved. I mean, the original version of baseball, pitcher wasn't pitching to strike anybody out. They were just getting the ball over the plate so the batter could actually put it in play and the work was on the fielders. The very first pitch that was thrown to actually get someone out was actually a curveball. It wasn't until later that they figured out that they could throw uh, balls like they had the arms of God, of God himself and could strike people out with fastballs Um, throughout. All of history, all of uh, the history of baseball, it has been considered America's pastime because it has been the game that has always been there as far as our national history is concerned. Because, I mean, again, it does go back well over 100 years, nearly 200 years. And it's changed and the game has changed with America. Um At certain points, we got music that came into it. We talked about that earlier this week. Uh, That music evolved into walk-up songs and things like that. The game itself has changed where you've gotten people who have specialized a great deal. Your early pitchers weren't trying to get anybody out. But as we went through time, pitchers got faster. They got nastier. Their stuff got way more curvy. And... Batters had to compensate with, uh, for that, which kind of led us into, uh, and I'm skipping over a lot. I, I am okay. skipping over a lot, giving you the cliffs notes. but that led us to uh, the steroid era. But before the steroid era, you had the greeny area, which greenies were these little green pills that were effectively meth and uppers that would give batters a uh, upper hand to uh, be able to hit the ball. Um, then you had the steroid era, like I already mentioned, dark time in the nineties, but it was one of our most exciting times in baseball. Um, and then, you know, going all the way forward through all of that, where people get more and more specialized and you've got pitchers who were only able to pitch to one particular type of batter. So you'd see them for one batter per game, but you'd see them every other game. And then, uh, all the way up until last year, again, skipping over a lot, where COVID killed everything. And uh eventually it all came back in the bubble in Ranger Stadium, not Ranger Stadium, hadn't been Ranger Stadium in many, many years, but Globe Life Field and We're the very first the stadium. Yeah, it's still Ranger Stadium, but the very first World Series played in Ranger Stadium, didn't even or Globe Life Field didn't even involve the Rangers, and they didn't, you know, obviously they didn't they didn't win since they weren't involved. But yeah, baseball has a history, it's got a longer history than almost anything else that you could possibly think of that is part of American culture. Uh,
1: there's been like you said, you know that was the uh, the Uber Cliff Notes. That was the, the yeah, Super Cliff Man notes. version of of baseball. I missed him. I can Um, some documentary, uh, like a poly Shore documentary or something. I don't know. Anyway, uh, the over the years though, you talked about like the ebbs and flows in and out and stuff. There's been a lot of big changes to the game uh, throughout the years. Both, you know, you mentioned how the games played. Uh, and of course, rules and things. What are you know some of the bigger
0: changes uh, that, in your opinion, maybe, that okay, you the my off? in my humble opinion, and I am not being facetious with that word at all. It is a very humble opinion. But there are yes, there are a lot of uh, major rule changes that really affected the game. I already mentioned, uh, whenever pitchers first started in the game, their job was not to get people out. Their job was to put the ball in play. So they weren't pitching to get anybody out. They would just, they they would throw it underhand. They would throw a little lob toss and the batter, it was on them to put the uh, bat on the ball and they got as many tries as they wanted to. But if you're missing a little lob toss to you, then you probably shouldn't be playing the game anyway. But uh, as far as like the big changes, in my mind, the biggest change ever And I feel like this is kind of obvious uh, without me saying, was the breaking of the color barrier. I mean, that is the biggest change, giving the black players a chance to play with the white guys and effectively go, hey, look, we're better than you at this and prove it. With Jackie Robinson and everybody else that came after him, I mean, you have people like Josh Gibson, Satchel, played, Satchel Paige, Satchel Page, amazing pitcher, played in major leagues, but he was like forty-four. Whenever he finally made it to the white league, so he doesn't really count because he didn't get to pitch in his prime. But yeah, the breaking of the, the color barrier was the biggest one. But again, um, the institution of balls and strikes wasn't in the original game. The original pitcher's mound uh, was uh, changed because originally they pitched from flat ground, but it got raised up so they could actually make those fastballs and stuff like that. But then they realized that they gave pitchers too much of an advantage. So they changed other things to compensate for that. Even last year, within the last couple of years, the uh, and speculation Quote-unquote speculation, because I think it's more or less been proven, but nobody's admitted to it yet. But just last year, they uh, changed the consistency of the baseball itself so that they would fly farther and go over the wall. And uh, pitchers and batters both noticed it and called out Major League Baseball on it. Major League, no, we didn't do anything, nothing, no. And then this year, oh, uh, we're going to take the baseball back to what it was before that. Oh, I thought you said it didn't do nothing.
1: Yeah,
0: I guess that was a lot.
1: Amazing, amazing how that works. Uh, yeah, crazy. So with all that, the, speaking of a lot, that that question was kind of a lot because I have a question, and this is this is the uh, my weekly make everybody angry statement, I guess. Uh, but this Oh week Lord! Of- <sighs> so there's a lot of baseball purists you know like oh no we need the the
0: way the game's always been played is how we need to play it oh and that reminds me of another rule change i mean hell the original version of baseball national league pitchers still bad they're the older league that is the original form of baseball if you're going to be a quote-unquote purist this whole designated hitter thing that's an american league invention so so with that is there such a thing
1: as a purist? Because the game is ever-evolving, ever-changing. Uh, and we're not just talking like, oh, you know, we, we moved the base half an inch. It's like major game overhauls regularly. So truly, is there such a thing as a baseball purist?
0: There are, but they're few and far between. And they play a version of baseball that hadn't been seen since the 1880s. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're a fan, if you're a fan, in my mind, I mean, this is my opinion. If you're a fan of modern baseball and that's how you think the game should be played, you are by definition, not a purist. You can't be because the game has changed so much since its inception. Yeah.
1: You know, because I remember. I used to have a a buddy who coached. Uh, well he, he coached here at Texas Tech and then he got a job with the Yankees as a, a talent oh. scout and then he coached one of their minor league teams down in Florida and, and he did, did pretty well. This is back two thousand it's when Spider-Man two came out.
0: Oh wow, uh, so the, a while ago.
1: The first Spider Man two. We've had two since then, but yeah, the yeah, I was gonna Spider-Man say, yeah,
0: played. yeah, the Raimi Spider Man. The, the only Raimi. one that I will actually call Spider Man Two. Yeah.
1: Um I mean uh, well, I mean, the second, the, I mean, the home, second,
0: yeah, but that's not Spider Man 2. That's Spider Man Far From Home. Okay. And the other okay. one is Amazing Spider Man 2. So, so it is the only Spider Man 2. Yeah.
1: But there was, uh, there was a big huff because they were actually going to put the Spider Man movie logo on the basis. Like uh, Marvel, Sony, and mm-hmm. Major League Baseball came out and they're like, hey, you know, this is our new marketing thing. We're going to do this. And the quote-unquote purists were like, "No, that ruins the game. You, you can't do that. We have to have these playing game." But now nowadays, I mean, baseball is. That's a step st- away I mean, from that, that's
0: That's I mean, being mad that they're gonna put a Spider-Man logo on the back—that's a stupid opinion, anyway. Yeah. I mean, I will freely say that it's just advertising. It doesn't change anything about how the game's played, who cares? Enough of this it's the advertising
1: to. Enough of this thing that they didn't, and, which sucks wow. because he was going to score me at, like I was like, "Man, you got to give me one of those bases." And he's like, "Right?" right I was like, "Sweet."
0: And right at the very, at the very least those things become collector's items and they can make them they can sell them off for charity or something.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, we know how baseball is with collector stuff. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean I've got a I've got like, a signed autograph? baseball collection. Yeah, I uh, I had a Nolan Ryan autograph baseball but actually I actually gave it to one of my buddies, the the guy who's in Mexico right now. I gave it to him cuz I mean one it, it, the people who gave it to me I have bad memories with it blah blah and two I was like, "Man, you're going to appreciate this way more than I would." You yeah, know, like Yeah, I
0: mean I I'm, I'm, oh, I'm looking but, at my Nolan Ryan signed baseball right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so but that, that's where my purest question comes in is because like, you know, they, like I said now, though, there's advertising everywhere. I'm wondering how it's far it's are sp- I mean, it on
0: the pets. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not opposed to advertising. I mean, OK. I actually do. I will draw a line at a certain point. But if you want to throw stuff on the baseballs or, I mean, look at any outfield wall in a, in any minor league park, especially minor league, but a lot in, in major leagues, too. But you got advertisements all over that place. Stadiums are covered in advertising. Well, but now they the have f- that
1: little screen behind the batter that just sits there and rolls ads. You know, yeah, put up, it on add, the field. Add,
0: add. I don't care. It, and I may be weird on this, and I may be drawing a weird arbitrary line, but I don't want baseball to become like soccer, where you've got co- corporate logos on the jersey. That's where I draw the line. I mean, but they have Nike logos on them. That's a corporate logo. It is, but it's because <laughs> Nike makes the stuff. It's not like they're yeah. putting. It's not like uh, it's. A it's McDonald's a little bit logo or something. Yeah, it's not a McDonald's logo that has nothing to do with the sport
1: yeah uh so the another reason i asked a purist question is you know that's something that appeals to them they're like no you know i like the style of the game i like the way that it's played and that's why they like baseball especially the ones you were talking you know the real purist you know that's the appeal of baseball and all week we've been talking about how appealing baseball is how everybody likes it how it's so relatable and which is, which is awesome. What are some of your favorite aspects of the game? You know, what is it that you like about it?
0: My favorite part of the game is to put it simply the chess match, the chess match that goes on between the, uh, the pitcher and the batter, Whenever that whole exchange, because it's, it's the only game, it's the only team sport, that involves serious one-on-one. I mean, in basketball, yes, there's one-on-one. But at any point, you know, if you feel like you're about to get beat, you can dump it off to another player. But in baseball, as a pitcher or as a batter, you don't have that option. My favorite part that's – my, that's my absolute favorite part is that chess match. Seeing where those balls go and trying to predict where it's going to go next – so that you can, you know, either put up either strike the guy out if you're pitching or put bat on ball if you're batting and keep your bat going a little bit longer if you don't just put it in play and you know get on base. But yeah, that chess match, that is my favorite part of the game. Nice.
1: I not being a big sports guy, you know, I think my favorite part is, like I mentioned the other day, you know, these guys I can't relate to their bank accounts, but a lot of them i can relate to their body types and you know that's kind of you know that's like hey you know maybe if i just worked out a little more i could yeah,
0: have i just, mean you know it,
1: you know whereas you, know, you see basketball players no no basketball
0: players look look like me you know? right I mean yeah I mean look at Bartolo Colon I mean yeah the dude I, the dude has played people. for so many teams but the dude is fat I mean he is fat but man he can pitch or at least yeah. he could I think he retired finally but yeah, yeah he could pitch he even knocked a couple of home runs yeah and I, I'm not knocking their skill. like I know
1: there's there's still athletes they're still incredibly talented way more athletic ability than I have but it, it's yeah I think to be like oh hey you know that that that's like somebody that i would hang out with you know yeah and i mean and that's the thing
0: that's the thing about baseball that i really like i mean these guys are athletes they're at the top of their game you mean they they would not be in the mlb if they weren't but they're such specialized athletes that they don't look like your your Greek god Adonis or, you know, like LeBron James or like anybody else or like uh, Gronkowski, who looks like he could step into a bodybuilding competition at any point and place in it. They don't look like that because they're so specialized in what they do. I mean, one of the, the greatest, his name was Pug, like Pug. And yeah, hey. is, Yeah, Pudge. <laughs> Pudge is punch, punch, another. That's another baseball signature I've got over there. But yeah, Pudge Rodriguez, Ivan Rodriguez. For you guys who don't know, played for the Rangers, played for a lot of other teams, but he retired a Ranger and he is now on the broadcast team for the Rangers. But one of the greatest catchers ever that ever played, and his name is Pudge.
1: Yeah, and that's just something kind of you know. And we've been talking about how baseball brings people together and everything like that. You know, it's. We were we were a bunch of Texans up in Boston, and we were sitting there having beers and you know went out of the ballpark. I mean, we we actually almost got in a fight at our hotel. Uh, that's a whole <laughs> other story, but in the ballpark, but in, in my buddy was wearing a, one of them was wearing his Astros hat. Another one was wearing a Rangers hat. You know, but people didn't care because you're you're all there to watch the game. Yeah, and, you're all and, there and as
0: baseball, baseball fans. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the the sad thing about the game these days is that I hate to admit it, but the game is kind of dying. I mean, Major League Baseball keeps doing dumb stuff and there's an old mentality. Again, going back to your uh, comment about purists, there's these so-called purists out there that don't want people to celebrate their home runs and, you know. You know, pimp that stuff out and all that stuff. And it drives people away from the game. It's like, well, why not? Yeah. I well, mean,
1: you know, we mentioned like how and again, you're you know way more about the history of baseball than I do, but just a little bit I know, it really feels like since the nineties, since the, the steroid era, it's um and you know Sosa so McGuire, like it's an offensive game. Like we want to see those. 15 to 13 score games and you go back and you look at the scores of older games and it's like three to nothing you know and that's for ratings and we mentioned the changing you know t- taking power away from the pitcher and stuff like that and that that bugs me you know that they would uh but i get yeah. it you know? that's, yeah that's yeah funny. yeah we
0: did yeah we did talk about that uh earlier off mic but But yeah, I mean, just about every major rule change that has ever been instituted in baseball has been to make the batter better and the pitcher worse. I mean, with very few exceptions. At one point, they lowered the mound height and that actually, or they raised, I'm sorry, they raised the mound height up and that made the pitchers uh, a little bit more effective. But yeah, just about everything other than that has made the game Uh, geared towards batters and the thing is unless you are what i feel like is a true purist and i don't mean that in the way that we've been talking about that we've been using it so far but unless you are a true fan of the game those low scoring games are boring as hell i mean a one to nothing game is I mean, to most people is boring. I find an excitement in it because again, my favorite part of the game is that chess match between batter and pitcher. And I love those types of games, Yeah. but for your average fan, unless there's a home run going over every other inning, then they don't care.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like fights in hockey, you know, that's, that's what you're there for. You're there for the home run because, and this goes back to the collector thing, you know, you want, you want to catch that home run ball. You want to, Mm -hmm. whether either you keep it because it's a really cool memory or you sell it and it's you make money like that
0: yeah i've got 40 i got 40 years to go into baseball games on a regular basis and i've never caught a home run or even a foul ball oh you need to sit up in the cheap seats that's where i always sit i'm (laughs) broke I'm a broke dude, but it, uh, I always laugh because whenever I, I think about whenever the first time it finally happens, somebody's gonna tell me to give it to the kid because they've never got one before. Now, fuck you, I've never gotten one before either, and I'm older. Dude.
1: Yeah, it's a. Uh, but you know, that's another thing. Like the people who sit in the cheap seats, they're gonna be the ones that catch those balls. Mm-hmm. In, in general, you know, I know not always, but in general, that's those higher seats, those farther seats, are the cheaper ones, and so. Uh, except at Fenway, there's no such thing as a cheap seat
0: in Fenway. No, there. yeah, there's well, no such as, thing as a cheap seat at Fenway. Yeah, we that are. is an expensive part. But it also, but Fenway holds the record for uh, selling out in consecutive games over the years. I think it's sold out every game for like five, six, seven years in a row.
1: It also has uh, the, the record for highest concession prices too. Like beer is more expensive there than in any other part. that does not surprise me so and when you got you know alcoholic like me in there it's uh it's like oh i I paid it you know
0: yeah Uh, whenever i go to a baseball game and maybe i'm showing my alcoholism a little bit whenever i go to a baseball game in uh arlington at their stadium i typically take a hundred dollars that i plan on spending on alcohol because just beer is expensive at baseball and for me it's not a baseball game without a beer and a hot dog
1: exactly um that's not even my least favorite part so I'm, I'm springing this on you and i'm half scared of the answer for being oh, honest no. but so I, I i'll go first though uh my least favorite part of baseball it's not the the long boring games because i can still appreciate you mentioned the chess match. like i can still appreciate like that means that a pitcher is on fire and maybe that growing up as a rangers we were a rangers household so growing up in the Nolan Ryan era where yeah, the pitcher, okay, you know, he's throwing a no hitter. That's, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. And but, for me, for me, sorry to interrupt, but oh, no. for me, that, that chess match that whenever that pitcher is able to do that for multiple innings and just keep that going uh, up until the seventh, eighth, maybe even the ninth inning, that, that means to me that they really know what they're doing, that they really have their stuff on that night. And that's just, I mean, that's just, you know, elevates them to another level.
1: Yeah. Uh, But when they do throw a ball that gets hit, that's when my least favorite part of the game actually comes in. Because I feel like in today's world, and again, we, we mentioned ratings, we mentioned money, get it. You have so many outfielders especially, they're the ones that get me, who are trying to make that ESPN top 10 that they could just catch the ball, but instead they try and like do the big flail stretch out and they miss it. And I'm like, you know, you can tell, like, you'll see somebody else make the same catch by just walking over there and catching the ball. But they're trying to make that top 10 play. And and when it doesn't work out, like when they miss the ball, like I just get frustrated, especially if it's a team I'm rooting for. I'm like, you could have just, just catch it, you know, um, and that. that For that one, for that one,
0: for that one, it's. I mean, I get where you're going. I get what I get what you're saying. But for me, with that one, it's context. I mean, some plays that look easy for one player might not be so easy for others. And then there's also the idea, especially if you're playing under open sky or a dome with a white roof, where they might lose track of the ball, and suddenly that play gets a whole lot harder than it should be. And they do have to make that weird last-second uh, dive or something, but there. But with that said, whenever a play is truly difficult, a truly difficult out outfield play, because the vast majority of balls that are hit out there that are going to be caught or made or somebody's going to make a play on them, they're easy plays. Vast yeah. majority of them. Or, I mean, but they're not easy it's really plays cool for you for me but for those right. dudes they're easy plays I mean, but whenever you have those web like you know like, you you know, like when they climb
1: up the wall and catch it i'm like oh that's cool but yeah you, know, you got a guy who's like doing a handspring backflip to catch a ball or something like dude come, come i mean yeah just that, yeah but. just
0: yeah just make yeah just make yeah if the play should be easy and And a lot of times, the announcers, the play by play guys will call them out on it. I mean, if it should be easy, they'll call them out on it. But yeah, but there's nothing more beautiful than, to me, than a really well made play out in the field where somebody's got to actually stretch all the way out there and, you know, just kind of hope to God that they actually are able to make that play or else a single turns into a triple. Well, and like you said, you know, you usually even even like not
1: big sports guys uh, like myself. The one that I see, the
0: one that I see a lot is a, a, the one that I see a lot more often than any other type of quote unquote trick thing that outfielders will do is they'll sit there and try to catch it behind their back. That's the one that I see more than anything. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, like that dude, right there. There's no reason to
1: catch behind your back. Like, why risk
0: it? It's like, yeah, dude, we know you're good at this game. You're literally in the MLB. It doesn't matter which team you play for. You're good enough to make it to the MLB. That means that you are quite literally one of the best people in the world. And if you're a starter, that means you are quite literally one of the best 20 people at that position in the world.
1: Yeah. And why, why risk it? Like that's, I know that's a weird petty gripe, and you know maybe if I was a bigger fan, I could find. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on that gripe.
0: I'm with you on that. I mean, unless it unless it requires some sort of crazy stuff, don't do it. Just make the play and move on.
1: Yeah, but you know they because then all of a sudden that that increases their star power. You know they're on TV more, so they get to do the you know and I I get it. I really do, but it it. Bugs the living, you know what, out of me. It just,
0: mm-hmm. oh, yeah, and it's funny because and maybe I'm a hypocrite about this, but like whenever a dude knocks a home run, just some long ass bomb at 450 feet out there, and they pimp it and watch it for a second, I'm perfectly fine with that. The bat flip, I'm okay with that. A few years ago, whenever uh, Jose Jose Bautista put the Rangers out of the playoffs in the divisional series uh with the with that just horrendous jack that he hit up in toronto i hated him for it hated him for that home run and O'Dor punched him in the face you know the next season pretty early but whenever he flipped the bat it's like i couldn't be mad at it's like yeah he got us there but but that's the thing he he did the work first yeah
1: so like if you make an awesome catch and you, then you want to do the the handspring
0: backflip front,
1: right? Spin. Yeah, go yeah. for it. Like, yeah, 100%. but don't
0: make, but don't do that to make the play. Just get the, just get the out first. Yeah. Otherwise, you're you're eventually going to make an ass of yourself, and you're going to piss off all your fans.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you you know, you really want to have that conversation with your coach or worse, your general manager well, because i oh, like, oh, trying to yeah. on my back, and you cost us a series. You know, you cost us that playoff spot, or. No, like yeah no i'm with you on all that i'm with you on all that so so what is what is there any anything like that for you like just something that you're just like oh come on game just do this
0: um i absolutely hate it and i'm again i know why they do it but nothing makes me angrier at a baseball game as far as action on the field than a pitcher who will consistently throw over to first base trying to keep the runner in place. It's just when like, they do it
1: like 20 times. Like it's,
0: yeah, it's just like, dude, quit playing catch with your first baseman. Worry about the dude at the plate.
1: Yeah. I have to, Oh, another comp- – so I, this isn't –
0: Especially, especially before you before you go on, especially if there's already two outs on the board. It's like, dude, you don't have to worry about literally anybody except the guy at the plate who cares about the guy on first. If he steals, he steals. If you get the guy that's batting, then it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, have faith and
0: confidence in yourself. Have faith in what you do. Yeah. I mean, you're literally one of the best in the world at this. Do something with it. Yeah. So. I didn't learn.
1: I, I learned this literally this past weekend. I didn't. I didn't know this fact, um, because baseball is. So I'm left-handed. Uh, mm-hmm. Proud, proud lefty. Baseball is a very left-handed friendly sport. You know, it a, is because there are so many from, because
0: that because so many people are right-handed. It is a very friendly lefty sport, except unless never you're a been catcher. Yeah, there's never been a left-handed catcher at There course. have I mean, been there has been. Yet. There have been, but they've never really made it all the way to the pros. And yeah, truth yeah there's be never told, been a professional one. Truth be told, there's no real reason for it.
1: Well, so I my my buddy who has something like he he played ball in college and stuff and he's left-handed. And we were talking to, it was me, him and another one of our buddies. Um we're all vaccinated, so that's why we we're hanging out. Uh, we're all fully vaccinated, but uh, then the other guy played catcher in high school mm-hmm. and my buddy who's left-handed, he was explaining that it's because as a right-handed catcher, you throw, you know, you can throw right there without having to turn and square up and everything. Like you just throw. And he, and he, he made the statement that if you're a left-handed catcher, they move you to first base because you're flipped. So you have, yes. you, know, you can yes, easily throw do, wherever. Done. So when he explained it, I was like, Oh, that, that makes sense. But it's just so weird because, Like I said, Southpaw for the nickname for left-handed people comes because of the way the old stadiums were built before they had lights. The left-handed side was like usually the South. And so you know, left-handed batters, pitchers, like it's so left-handed friendly, except behind the plate.
0: Yeah, and that's and you know, that's what's funny to me is I mean, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but but just from my own observation that, you know, getting the ball and being able to throw it, you know, with your right arm down the first base bag. How that isn't absolutely necessary to the game in my mind. I mean, because you know, what is way more important if we're going to go with that, uh, stat. And speaking of, we talked about video games the other day. I am currently working on playing a catcher in my road to the show. They won't even let you pick left handed throwing, they won't even let you pick it. That that bothers me a lot. But in my mind, the ability to pick someone off who's trying to steal third is way more important. And and in that case, wouldn't a left-handed thrower be more effective than somebody who is just trying to pick off somebody at first base? I mean, because that means that, like, you
1: dropped the ball, the catcher dropped the ball, and they're they're going to first. So You know, know, there's uh,
0: very few and far between scenarios that you yeah. Might. I mean, somebody puts down a bunt, somebody puts down a bunt, and you've got to throw them out at it first. Well, yeah. you're going to have to move anyway. So what does it matter at that point? If you're throwing left or right-handed, unless you're Johnny bench or Pudge Rodriguez, that's the name I was trying to remember the other day, whenever I was talking about catchers and macho man was Johnny bench. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. All, all full circle on that one. Yeah. Um, but unless you're Johnny Bench or Pudge Rodriguez, where you can literally catch the ball and just not even look and launch it down there 90 miles an hour, what does it matter?
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it, that's just a little, I, I learned that the other day. And I'm, I'm one of those like very proud left-handed people. Like I have. The, yes, like that the is, normal. that is a thing. And in my mind, there's no real reason for it. Yeah. It's because uh, again, being a left-handed people, you know, one, Used to be one in ten. Now it's one in nine. People are left-handed, but in certain careers, it's infinitely higher. And the three Mm -hmm. biggest cases are presidents, astronauts, and baseball players. Like it's way
0: higher than like one in ten. Presidents Uh, and astronauts surprises me, but baseball players doesn't surprise me at all. Because I mean, left-handed, left-handed, left-handed batters in baseball is is almost preferred.
1: Yeah. Uh, in, In presidents, it's like. One in four or one in five. Same thing with last month.
0: Wow. Yes.
1: wow. Yeah. So that, that's huh. cool. So, see, you said you were going to learn something about baseball this week. You
0: learned something about left handers. Uh, yeah, that's that's crazy. I did not, that I, yeah, I, I don't know if I ever would have learned that other uh, had you not told me about it.
1: <laughs> uh, but aside from our little nitpicks and then you know, baseball, we've mentioned all week, brings people together. And, before we wrap up i let's talk a little bit about why that is and i i keep going back to the the simplicity and the relaxed nature of the game you know even you know nascar i have buddies who die hard nascar people to me that's not a relaxed game like you're watching these giant vehicles race around like and, yeah, I get like I get why it's exciting. It's just not exciting for me, personally. But baseball, you know, you, you can sit there, like you said, have a beer and a hot dog, and every so often, yeah, it, it does get exciting. like, oh, is it, is it going to go out? Is it going to stay in? Is it going to go foul? Oh, he got hit by a pitch. Is he going to rush the mound? Like, what's going to happen? But all in all, it just kind of relaxed. And really, at the end of the day, it's a person – swinging the stick at the ball
0: yeah I mean yeah I mean and that's I mean that's the thing it's not America it's not called America's national sport it's called America's national pastime yeah and I mean and that goes with what you were saying where it's a way to pass the time I mean yes there are exciting moments there are a lot of exciting moments in baseball if you know what you're looking for and looking at but for the most part, it's a slow sport. I mean, it's not like football or soccer or basketball where everybody's going 90 miles an hour, you know, full full speed the entire time. That's not what, That's not what it's about. It's about being out with family or with friends, being able to have conversation between plays and still be able to look up at the game and know exactly what's going on and why it's going on and being able to follow it. Yeah. And as I said earlier, you know, Ken Burns was right on with his uh, description of it. I mean, it's our pastime because it evolves with our culture. I mean, whenever football evolves, it evolves because someone died on the field
1: Yeah, or something
0: like that. But with baseball, it evolves because of culture. Yeah. They're they're both reactionary,
1: but I feel like, Baseball is more, yeah. like you said, kind of has its its finger on the pulse a little bit, for better or worse, uh, a little bit more. Uh, you know, sometimes, yeah, it's the 90s. And, yay. But... Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, everybody. I mean, everyone and everything was juiced up in the 90s. Yeah. It was all extreme. Oh, <laughs> like me, like Rob... We mentioned Rob Liefeld's
1: art, you know, being muscled up. Like, but that's the thing, though. They, they look... And listen to the zeitgeist, um, and even some of the stuff we we don't like, like the changing stuff to where the scores are higher. But that's what people want, so yeah. they're they're listening, and more power to them. I guess you know. Sometimes yeah, they yeah quiet. they
0: change. I mean, I don't disagree with most of the changes that happen in baseball year to year because that's what the population, the culture wants and demands. And I feel like it would be irresponsible at this point of baseball if they didn't follow through with that stuff. Yeah, I just wish they would have made those Spider-Man bases. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. That was a, that's a na- that's that's just a national tra- tragedy that they didn't yeah. put those Spider-Man bases out. And now Marvel's bigger than baseball, so they're like, we don't need you. We're
1: not gonna. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. in our movie? Because yes. we will, you know, we'll we'll help you guys out. We'll put a baseball scene in our movie. But uh and that, that's another thing I'm meant to bring up on Tuesday, real quick, because before I get on too much of a you know, anytime like men in black, anytime you have like a big epic alien invasion, they usually fly over a baseball stadium, you know, with mm-hmm. except exception of of Batman, Batman movies tend to gravitate toward football for some reason
0: yeah Uh, yeah Batman movies do do that I mean even in the most recent Justice League dude was playing at Gotham University against a top 10 nationally ranked NCAA team with Wisconsin and they were playing football but other than that I mean in in game they fly over Met over uh Met Stadium I mean and uh in uh at the beginning of the movie Hawkeye ain't playing, if I remember right. He wasn't throwing a football with his kids. He was throwing a baseball with his kids.
1: Yeah, the the boys were playing catch. He was shooting arrows with. Yeah, yeah, the boys uh, were playing catch, daughter. but they were playing yeah. with a baseball, if I remember. Yeah, right. yeah, they were. So, but anyway, let us know what do you what do you like about baseball? What is your love of the game? To use the the movie again, uh, let's ref- reference drop. Yeah, yeah, I, I like to bring things back uh let us know in the comments below here on soundcloud or on social media just look for the night nerd out there everywhere twitter instagram facebook whatever uh if you have questions comments concerns you know if you're if you are one of those purists and i would love you know we'll do a special show and you can join cole and i and talk about tell me
0: why i'm wrong yeah yeah (laughs) that's
1: it's one of my like recurring like i guess slogans at this point is tell me tell me why i'm wrong but Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com, and we can set that up. It'll be a lot of fun. Otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.